Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 77, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm your co-host, Fonny ABDL. Welcome back! Yay, Fonny! Yay, Yay Fonny! You had such a good cameo appearance at Capcom. Yay, Fonny! It was so fun! But I had a little bit of laryngitis that day, so I might have sounded a little funny. A little off. And then I packed you back up into my suitcase and brought you back to Cleveland, Ohio. And I had a wonderful vacation before I had to run away back home to Canada. Canada, indeed. (laughs) How have you been? I mean, I know how you've been because you gave me the very nitty gritty details of your personal life. Wink, wink. But how have you been to the rest of everyone? About 85%. I feel that on a very spiritual level. (laughs) On a very spiritual level. um, Everything has been just good question mark but really weird in between um but we can get into that later because Mm -hmm. i think it's it's just kind of interesting to kind of explore that and be like i'm pretty sure i did everything right and it still ended up like this so yeah yeah so you've been busy moving Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah moved into um my partner's grandfather's house and it's been wild because we've had to clear out the house in order to get our stuff in so it's still a work in progress even though we've been here for like five weeks already is the grandfather living there or uh he's over in a long-term care facility gotcha gotcha yeah gotcha gotcha um i have been really busy writing actually Mm -hmm. yeah tell me more about that yeah sure uh in between working on client stuff in between working on a secret project with one of our mutual friends in between working on <clears throat> background behind the scenes work for dear jazzy and you know i'm a very very busy girl i've been writing and very mm-hmm. specifically i've been writing with a uh with a very professional attitude uh i started up a blog and I've been posting my writings on there, playing the WordPress SEO game. So that's exciting. Um, Heck yeah. I think I may have sent you the raw PDF of the book mm-hmm. I'm working on. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really, really happy with it so far. I'm taking a little bit of a break just because it's, you know, obviously it's really intense to write about. And I've been working on like a little fiction piece. So that's been fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what's yeah, that's been. Right. I, I saw the cover of that one. I haven't looked into it quite yet, just full disclosure, but uh, I like the title a lot. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's been really fun. In between everything for leisure, I've been. Uh, I finally started watching BattleBots and it slaps. Oh my God. BattleBots <laughs> is so fucking cool. I haven't been able to shut up about it. Like, I'll just keep talking at Gray about like, oh my god, did you see what Son of Waiachi did to Minotaur? And he's like, no, I didn't because I don't watch it show. But I'm happy that you have something you like. No idea what BattleBots is, but uh, here, let me give it a very quick little Google. So 
it's uh there's a whole Whoa, league okay. of robots yeah. that can weigh up to 250 pounds and then they smash them oh. together and the last one standing wins and it's very expensive <gasps> and very cool okay and it's on the discovery channel we used to watch the british version yeah robot wars yeah like robot way wars. back in the day yeah yeah oh yeah, my yeah. god yeah 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 that's sick What's really wild is Jeremy Clarkson is the original presenter of Robot Wars. I was like, uh-huh. what? I wasn't expecting Top Gear Man to make an appearance. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, that's where I know him from. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, my God, that's really cool. Super cool. Uh, that and having that on while I'm playing the new Diablo 3 season. That's been going really well. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done with my seasonal journey. Just taking it slow. Uh, but this season is really fun and that that's, that's good. I like that. Um, Mm -hmm. but we're not here to talk about our lives. We're here to talk about sex and relationships and probably lots of diapers. So yeah, let's get into our Patreon, shall we? Heck yeah. All right. Swinging in the $1 vanilla tier, which gets you a username shout out on the show. We have Casa, Danielle, Darling Lattle, Gosh Cheeks, Manic Pixie Panda, Navi Red Panda, and Raystar. And the $5 Kingster tier, which gets you access to our exclusive photos channel where I may or may not be posting stuff. Wink nudge. We have Baby Alexi, Chells, Juicebox, Lindsay, Lux, Meerkat, Ragtime, Retro, Skywalker Ranch, The Starling Family, and Stitchlet. And the $10 fetishist tier, which gets you access to everything below, including, excuse me, a uh, shout out up to one sentence to be read off on the show and access to the video channel, Wink Nudge. We have Luna, Mayachu, Neo Cryptid, and Panda Goren. And the $15 Sinner tier, which gets you access to everything below, including some code directorial suggestions into the stuff that I make, we have Kaneko. And finally, in the $20 Deviant tier, which gets you access to everything below, including your name written on my body for all of the planned content. Uh, we have AO, Briah, Daddy Gray, who writes, Daddy says hi and hug your loved ones. Aww. Aww. Spade, Jess, Cat, Let's Call Me Joe, Lupin, Pope Felix, Sluggy, Soup, and Summer, who writes, Remember, we are the graduating members from the class of We Made It. And I really like that. Yay. That's a good one. Yep. And don't forget it, Summer says. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, kind of curving into the regular segments of the show. It's WDJN, the Dear Jazzy News Network. Let's go. Uh, first big thing. Um, kind of the two things are kind of the same thing. So I'll just kind of blast through it here. Uh, Daddy Gray is getting surgery. Yay! Exciting. Uh, so in December, excuse me, pardon me. In December, he will be uh, going under the knife and be out of commission for two months. Um, but in that time, I'll be taking care of him in the house. Um, obviously, he won't be working. So this arcs into... The next part, uh, I've been streaming or at least trying to stream on Mondays to kind of like generate a little bit of income, a little bit of extra revenue to kind of offset the cost and everything. Uh, There is no obligation. If you just want to show up and watch, we're playing Pokemon Red. We're going through that, trying to clean up the run, get all the achievements on retroachievements.org, all that fun stuff. 
Um, so yeah, it's a really fun time. Feel free to hang out. Uh, all those VODs are available as Patreon rewards as well in case you miss one. Uh, the last thing we have is that Padding Power, our friends over there, uh, especially Zaki Roo, uh, they just launched uh, for Patreon pre-order or uh, sorry, Patreon pre-release. There we go. Uh, their new set called Shining Stars, which features me and Fani as chase cards and has uh, a couple of different like podcast theme like equipables, like headphones, a microphone. There's one that's podcast studio and it gives like me and Fani buffs and everything. Super cool game by an indie creator in our very own scene. Please go check it out. Uh, I promised Zach that we were going to be uh, giving him lots of love and lots of shout outs and lots of promotion on Dear Jazzy because the project is just so cool. Also, yeah, and so, if you put Jazzy's and my card up beside each other, we make a little hand heart. We do. Our cards yeah. make a hand heart. Yeah. And and if we're beside beside each other, that we usually do this if we're ever anywhere else. There we go. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Hell we, yeah. We did it. And for the listeners, um, we are currently like lining up our hands at the edges of our screens to make a, a hand heart together. A hand heart across the U.S. Canadian border. Yeah. Don't I'll, even need a passport for it. Don't even Amazing. need a passport. Also, Summer, I see um, you coming in hot in the chat saying that I'm your favorite retail therapy. Uh, stop being so sweet. How about that? <laughs> I don't remember why I shredded my passport, but uh, now I kind of regret it because I need to visit you. Oh, heck. I could just come up there. Oh, no. Oh, that's true. I hop, skip and jump oh. up there. Oh, um, wait. Still have it. Hey, there you go. So yeah, Padding Power, great project. Daddy Gray Surgery, very exciting. I'm streaming. Yay, more more Dear Jazzy com- community content. Everything is great. Everything is fantastic. Um, that is all like the housekeeping that I have. Uh, apart from, I believe... Let me look at something really quick, just because I don't want to like... If I have insider knowledge, I don't want to accidentally spoil it for everyone else. Uh, I am not seeing it on the website, so I'm going to hold on to that news article for later. Disregard everything I just said. Cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that, cut that, cut that. I'm not going to cut that. Let's get into... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving it in. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's We're doing a bit, everyone. All right. Yep. Uh, I, I sure hope that corn, um, the, the corn statues are also a bit... That's that's why I wanted to shred my passport because those corn statues exist. That's right. Uh, if if you don't know what we're talking about, there's a lot of weird shit on the highways of America, like the world's largest pistachio or the world's oh largest God, field of porcelain corn. I'm gonna find the name of the statue, but there is a statue because I live in the prairies and we grow a lot of wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a statue of some stalks of wheat in a town kind of close to me. And you need to see it. That's very common. Let me find the title. Building a, a statue to corn is very, very commie in a very beautiful uh-huh. way. Uh-huh. Oh, it's called Migration. Um, okay. So if you look up Migration Wheat Art, you will probably find it. Migration Wheat Statue. Yep. 
And it's the three stalks sticking up into the sky very phallically. And what are they made of? They are... What in the world? Take a close look. One. Take let, a close look. Let, let me get a really high-res image of this. Okay, mm-hmm. here's one. Let me zoom it. What are those? <laughs> yeah. Are those dicks? No, they're birds. The fuck they are? Those are dicks! <laughs> uh, amazing. Oh my god, they're literally made of geese. <laughs> I just... <laughs> My daddy's in the chat. Everyone say hi to to Daddy Gray. Hi, now, Gray. He is now Dr. Daddy Gray. Hooray! PhD. The D stands for Daddy. He's, Hell yeah. He's finally, Congratulations, Dr. Gray. Dr. Daddy. <clears throat> he he says all caps, I'm finally here, and there's fucking geese. <laughs> Honey, thank you for joining my show. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh Let's do, let's get into the questions, shall we? Yeah, now that we've uh, wrapped up our new segment with, um... With geese. Oh, with what the fuck is geese. this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, what the fuck is this? Oh, it's That's so a much... a for our listeners for later. I really wish I could show you my setup right now, because it's like I have, you know, I have my computer case, and the computer case is, has a transparent LED screen on it, so you can see the guts and the screen, and then I have... OBS and Discord and Google Docs open and then I have my iPad in front of me where I'm monitoring the chat and I'm just like zooming and pinching and zooming in on these fucking geese dick statues and I'm just like <laughs> I just wish I could show you and I have my soundboard it looks like a studio but every, everything on every screen is just wrong <laughs> and if I travel for about half an hour I can go see those geese in real life oh boy what a great use of gas <laughs> it's so expensive right now it is it's real oh, bad God. right now it's better than it was but it's still real bad mm-hmm. first question please Fani. All right, let me take it away. Um, Okay, this one is from Princess Jill, uh, pronoun she, her, who asks, Dear Jazzy, firstly, I want to thank you for spotlighting my series of questions in the March episode of the show. It was really thrilling to see them featured, plus the advice and response to it was also really great and affirming. I listened to that portion multiple times, which I really do for podcasts. Thank you, Jill. Thank you. Uh, My question for tonight is... How would you feel about a hypothetical ABDL cafe opening up where anyone, adults only, anyone who's interested or curious about ABDL can come in to chat with other like-minded people and even host small events and activities? It's something I've idealized, even though I doubt I can afford to single-handedly make that, or my aforementioned ABDL pull-up pitch, a reality at this time. Thanks again, from Jill. That is a fantastic question. And as we were talking Mm -hmm. about in our little hangout before uh, we started recording, um, Aaron Hansen of Game Grumps is dead convinced that there is an ABDL cafe in Japan because of fucking course. There's a cafe to literally anything and everything there. Um, starting one in North America, uh, because a, a lot of the show's audience is in North America or Europe. Uh, I think the biggest thing for starting a cafe, besides like the capital, uh, like the actual raw money needed to start it up. Um, and, and this is true for starting any business is location and marketing. Um, mm-hmm. Because 
the first thing that I think of when I hear ABDL business is uh, Taika Bull's physical storefront and my inner baby's physical storefront, which are slash uh, were in Illinois and Indiana respect, respectfully. Both of those are in the Midwest. Bad location for literally anything left of center. Um, I'm thinking like New York City or Seattle would be fantastic for um, the United States. Uh, as for Canada, maybe Vancouver or Toronto? Question mark. What is like the most like flippantly left part of Canada? Oh, the the major centers kind of are. Um, yeah, definitely Vancouver. Vancouver kind of leans pretty liberal, pretty green. Um, mm. And then like the the larger sort of urban centers in Ontario. Mm-hmm. They're all pretty red, red being liberal. Yeah. <clears throat> the um, and doing it in Europe, I'm, I'm just thinking about Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Amsterdam would be great. Definitely um, Amsterdam. I'm also kind of thinking San Francisco. Has San Francisco been mentioned? San Francisco, definitely. Uh, it was either yeah. L.A. or San Francisco where someone went and a gay bar literally had a sign that says adult baby changing station. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah, it was on Twitter about a week or so ago. I just realized you can see my nose ring really well on camera. Check that out. Do you like? Ta-da. Cute. Thank you. I love my yeah. nose ring. Uh, Summer, yes, that is the Abydale shop that just came under fire. Um, very unfortunate. Uh, and they're still fighting that legal battle right now. Um, mm-hmm. But up in Seattle, ABU, and in Baltimore, they have locations there and there that you can like go into and walk around in and interact with the products and the people and all that cool stuff. And that did really, really well, especially in the Seattle market. Um, mm-hmm. So creating anything that is like super like fresh and new in terms of like ideas in the public culture, as it were, would be, I think it would it lend itself really, really, really well to those areas. Uh, speaking to Amsterdam, I know there is actually a boutique inflatables company that has a storefront and a warehouse and a factory. Of course you would know about that. Oh yeah. It's in Amsterdam and you can just like walk uh-huh. up into it and it's just like, Oh hi, welcome to Shosu. And you go in and there's just like fucking inflatables with like pre made informed vaginas that you can, they're just like right there. And it's just like, huh? Well then how about that? Just like hey. yeah, Amsterdam, no big deal. They've got everything that you might need. No big deal. You can get medicinal cocaine next door or something. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! Speaking of cocaine, I have a funny story about cocaine to tell you. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't partake. But I was hanging out with some Good. friends, and the, uh, one of my friends is very connected i wouldn't say well connected but they're very connected they just know everyone so sure. they were like hey we should go over and hang out with these people over here just to let you know there may be drugs here you don't have to, to partake they're probably not going to pressure you and i was like i'm 30 what the hell okay sure, sure. i've never seen a drug uh besides weed in my life let's go um 
And we walk in and right there on like the little kitchen island, because they're in an apartment right there on on the kitchen island, I see a plate with white powder on it. And I'm like, I know what that is. That's cocaine. But that wasn't the the funny part. Um, Beside this like tablespoon amount of cocaine Mm -hmm. was a Cards Against Humanity card that they were using to cut it. Oh, my God. That track. It was. was, Yeah. So now whenever I think of cocaine, I'm like, ha. They were using the saxophone solo card. <laughs> that, that was going to be my next question is what card are they using to make lines with? Yeah, just oh. a random Cards Against Humanity card. That's so fucking funny. Um, yep. So getting back to the yep. question, though. Um, OK, yes. Back to the question. Yeah. please. Uh, definitely. Biggest thing is location. And the thing to think about for location is the more left-leaning and accepting an area is, the more gentrified it's going to be and the more expensive it's going to be. Uh, All those places we mentioned are really spendy. Uh, So I definitely think it would take uh, uh, outside investment (laughs) as with starting up a new diaper company unless you already have fat stacks just like sitting in a bank account, in which case, what are you doing? Um, (laughs) But... um, Definitely, like, there's some, there are a lot of really well-connected ABDLs in the scene that are, like, kind of fly-by-night and just, like, mysteriously have seven figures, eight figures. And it's just like, oh, hello, I'm here to very quietly fund a project. And it's like, okay. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's a, that's a thing. I think it's a really cool idea. Um, America is kind of a shit show in terms of, like, people being bigots and everything so i would be careful uh definitely go where definitely go where the republicans are afraid to go like san francisco for instance that would do great there that would do great there or say fuck it go to japan apply for citizenship and start a business over there Ooh, um uh yeah because i mean people already think that there are cafes like that there Mm -hmm. uh according to Aaron Hansen. Aaron fucking Hansen. <laughs> sure. I said derogatory. Aaron Hansen. Derogatory. Aaron um, Hansen. Yep. Uh, but also recommendation: Denver, Colorado? Question mark. Denver, Colorado, possibly. Yeah, they, I'd go there. They've got weed there. They dur- They they shoot. They, they well, sure. They sure do. They, they got the weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, cut that. Leave that in. No, I'm leaving That's it hilarious. in. Leaving it in. <laughs> Thank you. But yes, they sure do. They sure dart and I'll got eat. the word. <laughs> Funny, I don't think I told you yet, but I weeded for the first time at Cap. Did you weed it in your diaper? I did not weed it in my diaper. I weeded in my oh, lungs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was uh the way i described it to gray i was like yeah that's fine like it's not yeah. something that's just like i need it it's just like oh yeah this is a fine alternative to alcohol if i want to just yeah like, yeah it's fine yeah it's fine. That, that was kind of also my experience i was like yeah. cool scrabble's easier um yeah that's about it yeah that's about it uh joe did edibles uh <gasps> congratulations joe it was great um I'm trying to think. Uh, I also had THC milk, otherwise known as first milk. Huh. That was fun. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was fine. 
mm-hmm. but it was fine. Like that's literally my whole review of marijuana. It's just like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fair fair reaction yeah it's just like um, it's not something that i'm going to seek out it's just it's a thing I'm like sure cool uh just saying i would love to throw in a chick flick and just pop some edibles and chill with you oh my god i would love that can we do a sleepover sometime i would love that yes yeah it's in the plans next year 2023 baby baby oh yeah the year of funny and jazzy funny and jazzy oh yeah all right, yep. uh, let's do this next question. And uh, I should note, uh, going some of these questions go back to April of this year, specifically because I think everyone understands when I say I've had kind of a year. And we are getting back on the horse, damn it. This episode, Dear Jazzy, is brought to you by Padding Power, the ABDL-themed trading card game from Zakiru. If you're looking to collect and play a great new card game while supporting creators in our community, please visit PaddingPowerTCG.com. You can also join the community Discord where you can connect with fellow players and get a game or two in. Plus, me and Fani both have signature cards. Again, PaddingPowerTCG.com. This next question is from Lexi. Pronouns she, her, dear Jazzy and Fani. How do I deal with P-smell? I like to wear wet diapers overnight, but the busy schedule of my shared bathroom doesn't allow for me to shower in the morning before work. Should I use wipes? Would cologne help? Any advice? Appreciate it. Puppies and Pamps, Lexi. Puppy washcloth. Uh, you cut out a little bit. Can you repeat that? Warm, soapy washcloth. That, Warm, is, soapy that is my washcloth. recommendation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Better than wipes. Way better than wipes. Uh, do a better job than wipes. But if you want to be covert in your bedroom, probably wipes. Uh, wipes, baby powder. Um, I almost said Febreze, but no, not on skin. No. <laughs> no. No. And I wouldn't really recommend cologne either, because a lot of people are quite sensitive to the smell of cologne. Like, yeah. yes, it would cover it up, but also the people around you would be like, oh, my God, cologne. You there- might as well just smell like this. Yeah, there is uh, there's actually a brand of deodorant that Gray and I really like. Um, I use it in my piercings because gauges smell because there's like a little cheesy. They exactly they get cheese. Let's call it ear cheese. And everyone thinking, ew, ew. It's just like, yeah, you try having gauges. That's literally the reality of having gauges. Um, Mm I use it in there and um, it's, it's basically it's deodorant. It's called Lumi and you can, the whole selling point is you can put it in your armpits, like regular deodorant, but you can also put it all up over your junk and it is, it makes your junk smell not like junk and it's great. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely try that, especially because that is the region that a diaper covers and everything. Yes. I give that a shot. Yeah. Scented baby powder is also fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either that or, like, just make sure that you're well hydrated so that you're not collecting yeah. more stuff in your bladder that's just, like, concentrated body waste. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Definitely. Uh, if you're feeling spendy, scented diapers from ABU also really mask the smell pretty well. It doesn't mm-hmm. mask. It changes it. I think it's the word I'll use. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, also a good option. Yeah. 
that's all I've got for that one. Do we want to do the next one? Of course. Excellent. Uh, do you Ooh, got this we got one? one from? Uh, yeah, from Skywalker Ranch. Let's go. Long time no see. All right. Long time this caller, first time listener. Yeah, Skywalker Ranch, pronouns he, him. says, dear, oh gosh, um, yep. these are dinosaur names, and I am not the dinosaur person in this house. Jazzapolithicus. Uh, Jazzapolithicus and Phonosaurus Rox. That's great. Oh my god, you're an Australopithecus! Let's oh my go! God, amazing. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm a proto-human, Oga Bunga. <laughs> <laughs> okay, getting into the serious question time. Uh, I had a falling out with a few friends recently, and it has me wondering what I can do to be a better person so that things like this don't happen going forward. Namely, my intentions. I have been on a journey exploring my emotions since college, and I have always felt that open honesty is the best and only way to go about things. However, I have been told recently by several people that my doing this can be annoying, exhausting, and run from one person even manipulative. I have been up late nearly every night since, wondering what I can be doing better or differently. So I was wondering what either of you would, or so I was wondering what either of you would suggest. I would also like to apologize for the heavy question and thank you for the emotional labor that you put into this question. Should you answer it? Um, sincerely, Skywalker Ranch, herder of the Scruffy Nerds. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I agree. Honesty is always the best policy. Uh, mm-hmm. There are definitely times in which there are. Did I just? Oh my god! I have ash on my cheek from my candle. I'm so. Oh, this whole time oh, on what camera. What are you, a Catholic? Oh, I yeah, I used to be. Now I yeah. worship the devil. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right, there we go. Uh, okay. Honesty. Back to honesty being the best policy. Yeah, honesty is definitely the best policy, but there are definitely times where honesty is not what the situation calls for. I'm not saying be a liar. I'm saying like keep it in the waiting room. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's all about timing. It's all about reading the room. That's a really, Mm -hmm. really big one. Trying to read social cues, trying to pick things up. Um, that's like a really, really big thing. Like if someone is having a shit day, probably not the best move to be like, Hey, uh, I was feeling really challenged when you did this and this, and it made me feel this and beep, 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 beep. And the person, meanwhile, is just slumped over in a chair, just like, please shoot me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I've made the mistake of just coming in hot whenever someone's not ready for it before. And yeah. Yeah. It doesn't go well for either of us, but especially not for them. Yeah. I've, also i'm also very guilty of doing that with gray just like mm-hmm. i can't read social cues that well go figure and sometimes i beef it and i still beef it the biggest thing is when you inevitably beef it because we all beef it and by that if you're listening back listener i mean when when you make a mistake um the the biggest thing you can do is recognize your impact don't try to explain the words that you're going to use in this instance are i want to recognize my impact i'm sorry and then give them space that's the biggest thing it's really easy to be like 
Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I need to fix it. I'm jumping in your chat. DM. DM. I'm sorry. Can I fix it? Can I fix it? And that is like the worst possible e- thing. Yeah. 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 Because that, that's the part that kind of makes you seem, might make you seem a little bit like. Desperate. Trying to guilt trip someone as well. Just to be like, oh, I'm the worst. I'm so sorry. This is, this is just like me, isn't it? Or it's just kind of like, oh, am I, am I supposed to feel bad for you? yeah exactly what's going on i don't know it paints Um, a very single story picture you know yeah but back to it um skywalker i've never had a run-in with you where you've been like super blunt and awful with me so i can't really speak to what your friends uh might have seen um i'm also going to uh agree with baby summer girl who put in the chat that sounds like gaslighting to me I think I think your friends might have also had a bad take. Just saying. Yeah, there's a Maybe. lot of nuance that we're missing here just because, you know, we're not in those conversations and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I I agree. There's there's a lot of like conversational nuance. Why is my mic? So, OK, there we go. I didn't have my EQ set correctly. There we go. Oh, womp womp. Womp womp. No, it's okay. My voice sounds a little bit better now. Um, Learning social cues, learning the parlay of conversation Mm -hmm. is so difficult. And it's something that I'm still learning and working on to this day. I probably always will. Just being like an autistic adult, I am always like learning the parlay of human interaction and like refining that code as it were in my computer that is my brain and you know like i was saying like everyone makes mistakes it's we are defined by how we handle our mistakes um Mm -hmm. whenever i make a mistake i don't jump into i'm sorry first i i say you know i recognize my impact i am sorry or like I want to recognize my impact. I want to recognize that that was not correct of me to say. And just like level voice, level head, low impact, low voice, like as low sensor input as possible. And then just give the person space because that is honestly how I get. If someone beefs it with me, it's just like the last thing I want to deal with is people especially the person who who beefs it and i don't hold grudges like per se but it's just like yeah i'll I'll want to be like alone for a bit or if it's just like if i'm not responding immediately there's you know a i'm i'm extremely busy and in demand as an audio professional in cleveland ohio and and Mm b in the times that i am online you know because i usually keep my discord on idle for a reason and i don't always i basically treat my dms like email and that has been so good for my mental health yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so if someone's not responding right away they're probably just taking time to themselves and mental health and that's okay like yeah. all, all you need to do is just slide in like hey i i want to recognize my impact and i apologize for xyz and i'll Mm -hmm. i will give you space that's it then you leave it and then you don't touch it 
The ball's out of your court. No more. Uh, that's that's what I would do. In that instance, uh, Fani, do you think I do you think I'm on the money with that? I don't know. I think you've got it perfectly correct on on how to follow up to someone having an issue with what you've done. Um, like a lot of a lot of apologizing is thinking about how the uh, the person on the other end would feel and how what they would want to hear from you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the and just a, a little. Sorry, what? Oh no, I interrupted you. Okay. Um, like there's there's the art of apologizing, um, which is something that I've been working on for quite a long time. To be like, okay, I don't want to be insincere with my apologies. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do here? I'm going to say, I know that I did something that wasn't right. And here's what it is. This is the thing that you were mad about. I am, I am agreeing with you. I am sorry. I recognize that you're upset about this and it won't happen again. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a little threefold. Like, here's what I did. I'm sorry. Won't happen again. Yeah. And it's a good way for you to be like, I recognize your feelings and I'm also going to, internalize this and be like it's really not going to happen again i have to say it out loud that it's not going to happen yeah um and also on the the topic of being honest like honesty is as the best policy yes yes absolutely love honesty love Um, it but it takes tact tact is difficult um so i kind of default to say it true but say it kind yep absolutely yeah there's an Mm -hmm. entire episode of arthur about that Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Arthur's great. Arthur is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. The first thing I do when someone starts bombing me, whether it be like with love or with, uh, or with, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The first, and I mean the first thing I do is I mute them because mm-hmm. I cannot emotionally handle that. That is something yeah. that I hate more than anything. They hear boop 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 all the way down. It's just like one fear. Yeah, one fear. The Discord ping. I fucking hate the the goddamn Discord ping. It's just like yeah, and it's just like so. That's one thing. It's just like if someone doesn't want to talk, respect that. Because that's the fastest way to lose notoriety with a person is to continue a conversation that they do not want to be in. Uh, the other mm-hmm. thing is, um, oh, and I had and I lost it. Damn it. Fuck. Um, oh, what was it? Do you need me to help you find it? Yes, please. Is it under the bed? Did you leave it in a pocket? Oh, hold on. Let me look. At it. No, not not that pocket. Let me check my other pocket. No, not in that pocket either. I don't have butt pockets. I don't. It's not under my titties. <laughs> not no, that's a, good. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I remembered it. Thank you. It was under my other titty. Uh, yeah, I knew you'd do it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's um. Don't offer an explanation. A lot of the times when you offer up an explanation as part of an apology the optics of it cancels out the apology because it's just like, I'm sorry that I did this. What I was trying to do beep, 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 beep. So in my mind, I was correct. And I am only saying this to make things to smooth things over. And it's like, 
mm. like I recognize the desire to explain. I definitely catch myself doing that, but don't do it. <laughs> it, yeah. it it makes things look <clears throat> way worse. Like it's not like unless unless there honestly was a misunderstanding. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But wait for the other person to lead the charge on that. Like, yes, if they say, you know what. It was there a miscommunication? What were you thinking? That sort of thing. That's a great time to put in an explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but think you can also ask for justice for yourself if the other person comes in hot, also being like, hey, this really upset me. And you're like, oh, I I don't know. I don't think you heard the right thing. I, I did not actually say that. I'm sorry that it sounded that way. That's, I can see why you would be mad about that. And then, then you then ask, obviously can I you can explain? explain and be like, that's not what I said. But yeah. yeah. But first you apologize and recognize your impact. And then you ask, yep. can I explain? Bingo. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Also that, like if they want to stay mad about it, then that is also on them. Yeah. Uh, I think we knocked that one the fuck out the park. Uh, do we want to do the next one? Mm-hmm. Excellent. This is from Neo Corrupted pronouns. Let me find your name in Discord because it has your Patreon. Uh, it has your Patreon color, but not your pronoun color. One second. She, her, they, them. She, her, they, them. Thank you very much, Fonny, for the assist. I was like scrolling in the next and accidentally clicked on the Discord Nitro thing. I was just like, God damn it. Oh, no. Yeah. Neocrypted pronouns she, her, they, them. Dear Jazzy and Fonny, do you know any good digital tools for caregivers and littles to track various things like potty charts, gold stars, or chore lists? One of my partners lives a bit far from me, and that got me thinking about uh, these sort of things. Pardon me, yawn counter would probably be useful for long distance relationships. Uh, I agree. Uh, I forget the name of the app that gray and I specifically use. Let me text him right now. See, I, and while you're texting, can I recommend Mm -hmm. a discord server just for the two of you where you've got your specific channels set up for emojis to keep track of things. And, it's all of a sudden the show turned into my keyboard ASMR. Um, and I didn't hear a single bit of it. Ah, damn it. Yeah. Um, so there is an app that uh, that me and Gray used for iOS um, or specifically iMessage where it is. It's an app uh, focused at kids and parents. And it's just like it, it's great because it's like the quote quote parent sends the quote quote child like a list of chores or a, th- or a list of things to do and it shows up in your iMessage and then um mm-hmm. when you it's, and then you know you get a text and it's just like oh boy i got today's uh checklist i got today's chores and it's just like you know sweep the floor take out the trash do the dishes whatever and then as you complete them you hit the little check mark and it goes and it does like a little like a little confetti and a little check mark animates and it's blue and that's all really important that i message that because that gives your brain a huge hit of dopamine and Mm -hmm. 
I, I found very quickly, as soon as I hit the one button, I wanted to hit the other buttons. But in order to hit them, I had to do the chores. So do with me was the name of the app. Uh, Daddy says in the chat. Thank you, Daddy. Well, let me see if that's available on Android. Galaxy store. Yeah, I was going to say I'm rocking uh, an S21 Ultra now. Oh, and Daddy, are you still listening? Or did, did you just hear me through the door in our house? <laughs> it is not available through the Play Store. Oh, sad face. You could probably automate that pretty easily with macros in Google Drive, TBH. Yeah. Uh, you probably could. Uh, or there's likely an Android equivalent. I've not had my S21 Ultra for very long, and I've not really looked into it that much. It's just a very, very expensive camera for what I do. Um, with a phone slapped onto it, it's been great. So with the um so i'm sure that there's an equivalent to like if you just look up chores app or like chores app for kids anything to gamify it because there's lots of like rpg chores and you press the button get xp hooray anything Mm -hmm. that gives you a whole blast of dopamine for doing things that is set by your cg or your partner malto bene that's some good Mm -hmm. stuff yeah, I'm taking a look at the store right now, and it's just, there's, there's so many. I'm just, just scrolling through the list, and it just keeps going. So, yeah, there's there's plenty of chore apps out there. And it looks like most of them have about a 3.5 or better rating, so. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, one Pretty thing good. you can also do is if you go on Canva... You can design your own like little chart that you can put stickers on if you want a physical option. Oh, yeah. Canva's yeah. real fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then have your either snap a picture of that chart to the little or just have the little put the stickers on themselves and snap a picture to you when they've done it. Exactly. Oh, that would be so fun. So I want cute. to put unicorns on a, on a chart and snap a picture to to my caregiver. Aww. I thought that would be so good. I have um, a whole bunch of Jasmine Starshine ones that has like my signature on the top and has a little art of Jazzy and then it has like a little galaxy swirl in the background and it has like a little like tea chart of 25 stickers spaces and I think they're really cute. They're printed mm-hmm. out on like nice heavy paper, all that good stuff. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. That, that good, tasty. Good. That good, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into the next one. This came into our email inbox, which is dear Jazzy podcast at gmail.com. Funny. Take it. What is that? Dear Jazzy podcast at gmail.com. Dear Jazzy podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Jazzy. You're welcome. We're going to remember that dear Jazzy podcast at gmail.com. Where? Dear Jazzy podcast at gmail.com. Where? (laughs) (laughs) The, the internet all right everyone go listen to the usual bet go 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, take right. it away take it away all right i'm taking it grasping it firmly uh reads dear jazzy i'm a little trying to explain my kink to my parents what would you recommend since i'm also looking to go to next year's capcom whether it's by myself or with one of them so i can show them how i feel 
Please respond. Sincerely, Austin C. Sent from my iPhone. So, here's my honest-to-God advice. Don't. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Uh, Yeah, it's just straight don't. There is almost no good outcome to this situation it is literally Mm -hmm. by sheer chance that my parents know even a shred of anything about my kink life and it is a absolute blessing that i do not take for granted that they don't judge and they're just Mm -hmm. totally cool and understanding my parents are literal angels sent from the heavens no one else has parents as like chill and accepting as mine um the best case scenario for most people is they come out kinky to their parents parents freak out and they get kicked out um Mm -hmm. the parents always kind of have this judgy attitude towards them they never look at you the same way yeah 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 they never quite look at you the same way. Um, as for bringing a parent to Capcom, I think my question for that is that it, it feels a little bit sus to me. Like, what is the what is the goal there? Is the goal there mm-hmm. to have your bio parents like care give you and like potentially change you? If so, that's a that's a bit incestuous. That's the word I'm going to use and it's like if because abdl and by a larger extension bdsm when two or more adults are interfacing through that lens through that modality they're entering what's called a power exchange dynamic and that insinuates a give and take from one party to another in a very it's very intimate yes thank you thank you it's Mm -hmm. very intimate it's often sexual um Mm -hmm. so i would not want if my parents were kinky and they go to and if they were to go to the dungeon all the time i probably wouldn't want to go to the dungeon at the same time as they were because it's like those are my parents they are still younger than some of the people that go to the dungeon, but it's different because those are my parents. I don't, I want them to have a great, wonderful, fulfilling sex life. I would, I want that more than anything for them to just have like a great relationship physically, emotionally, however they want it to be far the hell away from me. <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't want to know. I was, I was already the result of that. And I don't want any more telemetry into the, the birds and the bees of my parents. That's that, that's the, I I don't, I don't think I'm off base with that. No, no, I don't think you are at all. Joe just said, and my sister agree. Big agree. I had sex twice. That was it. Yep. My parents yep. <laughs> had relations twice. My sister and I popped out and that was it. <laughs> nothing more. Yep. I'm plugging my you don't ears. Need to know about anything else. Yep. Nothing. Perfect. More, nothing more happened. Nothing. Obviously we're being facetious here. Um, yeah. 
I they're by adults. That, they get to have the fun that they want, and we are their children. And um, it's it is a bridge too far to expect that to be just like common knowledge between parents and children. It's flying really close to the sun because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, as we know, ABDL is a kink. Yes, there are lots of non-sexual elements. There are lots of non-sexual expressions. There's lots of asexual people and aromantic people that are into ABDL and mm-hmm. have an interface with ABDL in a completely non-sexual manner. But mm-hmm. since there is a power exchange dynamic that automatically classes it into kink, which is also why I am like very vehemently against minors in the community because yeah. minors are not able to consent. Thusly, they cannot enter power exchange dynamics, which is literally the cornerstone of kink and BDSM as a whole, as a whole blanket community. And I just, I'm thinking of, I don't want to think about this, but it's just like, I'm, in my brain, I'm, I'm, th- I'm asking myself, like, what would it look like if I were to ask my parents to, like, go to Capcom with me? And I just, like, I can't think about that without shuddering. Because it's just, like, mm-hmm. even if they were cool with ABDL, which is super, so, so rare. Literally so impossibly rare to find. I would be bringing them into an environment where there are lots of other people who are doing this for sexual gratification. And even if I was like straight as an arrow, the most non-sexual human that ever existed, it's, it would still be really weird for my parent because all of a sudden they're in the space where there's lots of other people that are grinding diapers on each other. And then my question as a parent would be, I thought you said this was non-sexual and then, yep. then it gets weird. Yep. Ooh, yes. So case in point, I'm not sure if anyone should ever want to be reparented by their bio parents or adoptive parents mm-hmm. or guardians. Basically the people that raise them as children. I'm not sure if that is, I'm not sure if that's the look friend. Yeah. It's extremely, um, I'm a- Oh, I'm sorry. I, I appreciate your passion, yeah. um, but I'm wondering if I can have the talking stick sometimes. Please, please. I have, I have thoughts. Please take the talking stick. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Oh, it was mailed to me in this nice little package. Thank you so much. Here you go. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to take this from a different approach. I, uh, I'm going to take this from the more innocent sort of, I just want my parents to be involved in my life approach. Mm-hmm. Um, because me and my parents, in this case, I'm thinking that this person um, is close to their parents. Yeah. I'm thinking that this person is very trusting with their parents. Which is great. Um yeah, and the, this person just kind of wants their parents to be, you know, part of their life and part of their interests, and they're like, this is a big part of my life. I kind of I kind of want to introduce my parents to it, because, like, they might as well know about it if it's going to be a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've never been to Capcom, it kind of seems like Capcom would be the place to bring someone to be like, look, here's my lifestyle. It's not. It's, it's not, not. It's not. Um, it's the, so intense and so overwhelming. The, that is not how you introduce yeah. people. 
And can you imagine having your parents and you walk around the hotel at night, getting back to your room and seeing a whole bunch of people um, drinking some something wormwood liqueur? Was that what it was? Uh, absinthe. Absinthe and Malort. Yeah. Malort. Malort. It was Malort. Can you imagine? Okay, let me paint. Can I can I springboard off of that really quick? Absolutely. I was hoping you would. Here's the picture, friend. So you bring your parents to Capcom and then all of a sudden I come stumbling out of a wild room party with reckless abandon with an upturned Malibu rum bottle in my mouth. And Uh and I'm also high as tits. That uh-huh. is not the image you want to paint of ABTL <laughs> to your parents. Okay, ex- explain what Malort is. Malort is alcohol that's made in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it is regional to Chicago, and it was Ooh. such a fucking meme because me and Kit, uh, Kit Kiyama, and I, we and some other human being who was the purveyor of the fucking Malort. We, mm-hmm. there was like this folding table set up and it had like some pizza on it, some red soul cups, all that good shit. And so we, we put on like the visage of like carnival, carnival barkers. And we're like, Hey, stop right <laughs> up. Get yeah. some Malort. Find us in the land. Come here. See, it's not poison. And I'll take like, I'll throw it back a huge fucking swig of Malort. And it's like, I'm gargling Satan's ass taint. Yeah. And it's just like, and, and in my high mm-hmm. and drunk mind, I was like, Oh, this shit isn't bad. So it's just like, we would pour someone. Yeah. Juice saying fucking champion had five shots. We went toe for toe with Malort, Juice and I. And we were like, oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. And everyone else would drink it. And it looks like you just shot them in the penis. So. <laughs> Even the ones who did the penis just. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the, the look. In the spirit penis. Uh, what you didn't yeah. hear is Fonny's mic cut out because she presumably laughed so loudly at that. Yes. And I said, even the ones who don't have a penis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for those not in the Discord server, the chat is lighting up right now. It is hilarious. Um, <laughs> so I ask, is that the image you want to, <laughs> to get with ABTL? It's yes. three high, Capcom. three highest tits baby first passing out Malort. Yeah, Capcom is a party con. Um, I would recommend a couple of online resources, probably first if you really would like your parents to know about your involvement in the lifestyle um mm-hmm. but tread carefully tread very carefully yep um it's take very it slow. easy to fall on a resource landmine yes yeah trying to find anything is like drinking from a fire hose so take your time it's okay they don't need to know right now <laughs> i'm sorry but the <laughs> image of drinking from a fire hose is like all right turn on the water <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I use that expression for a lot of things because it's like, oh, looking up resources for Lolita fashion is like drinking from a fire hose. And I don't understand why people want to be spoon fed so hard on certain topics because, like, it's hard to find good things on your own. It is. Oh, it is. yeah. Um, like, some, some questions are real dumb. Um, and I will in absolutely Lolita? type in, uh, no, just. In general, sure. there was a, a question that was asked about um, a local place to where I am in one of my local servers. And it was just kind of like, you, that is, it is so easy to look that up yourself on Google Maps. 
so easy. The name of the place is right there. You put that into Google, it's gonna show you because it's down the street. What are you doing? So let me Google that for you. And you put the, let me Google that for you link in there just to be a little passive aggressive. And that's when I'll be like, ah, here comes the airplane. Let me spoon feed you, you know? Yeah. So all that is to say, Austin sent from my iPhone, first name Austin, last name sent from my iPhone. I apologize because it is extremely rare on this show that I give, um, it's extremely rare that I give like a quote unquote negative answer where I just very flat tell someone not to do something. But Mm -hmm. for fuck's sake, please do not. This ain't it, fam. Yeah. And if you really have to, just know the consequences. Know the possibilities. We've told them. We've we've told you about them. Um, Gosh, I really wish I could have partaken, partook, part, part, part. Partook? Had had some. Had some malort? But... (laughs) By that time at Capcom, I was feeling pretty stuffed. <laughs> that, was, that was fucking good. Ah, that was fucking good. So. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone listened to, to the previous episode yeah. to understand that one. If you if you need context, go back and listen to the last episode. <laughs> Joe just... <laughs> <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> Fucking hell. I've been sitting on that one for at least two minutes. Oh, that's so good. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we ready for the next question? Yes, we are. All right. And I believe it's your turn. It sure is. Dear Jazzy and Fani, I recently had a chance to learn how to make non-toxic food-adjacent slime. And on my Dom's insistence, I let them pour it down my padding before a scene. And wow, I wasn't expecting this to turn into one of my kinks. Anyways, I'm curious. Slime? Yay or nay? What you think? Uh, your squishy shy listener, squishy gal 98. Uh, slime, yay. Uh, uh, confirm. 10 out of 10. Tentative yay. The idea sounds good. Never tried it. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. Um, Funny enough, one of the old patron rewards, I think one of the first ones actually, is me having slime poured down a little pause by Daddy Mm. Gray. And it Mm -hmm. is fantastic. Um, It's great. It is. It's all the fun of messing without the mess of messing. (laughs) if you if you play with slime in the bathtub, you can safely get it fucking everywhere, including all over yourself. And you can just like hose it all down. Um, you can make all sorts of fun colors. I'm personally a big fan of purple slime. Um, it's great. It, it's very is- easy to make. You can make it food safe real easy. It, it's a great, great kink. Talking stick. Why purple slime in particular? Um, I, I just love purple in general, but purple oh, seems okay. like something, you know, it's, it's an interesting color, right? Cause it's so, it, it occurs so rarely in nature that mm. it evokes like a certain like mystique about it. Right. Because it's so rare that it had to have come from elsewhere. And so it's just like, 
oh, this slime isn't like green slime that came from like an alien monster. This isn't red slime that came from like the hospital. This isn't mm-hmm. yellow slime that's just condensed pee. This isn't, you, you know what I mean? This is purple slime. Science made this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So there's yeah, I'm like, picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. But it's very hard to pick up because it's very slimy. It's very slimy. It's very slippery. But yeah, yeah, every different color is specifically great for specific vibes. Um, and that is totally up to like interpretation. It's it's like the same thing of just like, was your math notebook red or blue? <laughs> like that discussion. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Ours was red, by the way. Science was blue. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. It's been yeah. too long. Green was oh, uh, social studies. <clears throat> Yellow was spelling. I turned 30 the other day, so my childhood years are long gone. Long gone. Yeah. In the arms of the angel. If you keep hearing metallic clanking, listener at home, that is because I have my metal reusable straw in a mason jar full Save of ice water. Save the turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm very adept at that. Is that a hydroflask? Yeah. No, it's a mason jar from Walmart. <laughs> do you want to borrow my scrunchie? Oh my god, I have so many scrunchies. I actually do have a scrunchie. Where the fuck is it? I had a. I want to be a visco girl so bad. I had a scrunchie. I've been fucking with it. I'll show. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Boom, baby. Here's my little my little mini scrunchie. Heck yeah. I'm like a goth visco girl. Oh, I've got my Sailor Moon scrunchie right over here. Oh, fuck yeah, girl. Yeah. Let me just make all the noise. Oh, all the oh, noise. <laughs> all the noise. <laughs> Sorry. All the noise. Got it. Sailor Moon scrunchie. Oh, that's so cute, oh, yeah. though. Yeah, it's got, like, all the little, um, fucking, uh, the, whatchamacallit, the compact and yeah. the little time key. And the the garnet garnet rod thing up in here. Love it. Love Sailor it. Pluto, best girl. Best girl. Um, yeah, honestly, tall, dark, and handsome. Yes, please. Woof. Oh, what a tall glass of water she is, and I'm thirsty. Anyways, <laughs> drink, anyways drink. enough about my waifus. Um, <laughs> yes, slime. Um, you have changed my mind. Definite yes. Changing Thank from you. tentative to definite. Thank you. I hope you enjoy it. I I don't have any food coloring, so I can't make any tonight. Damn, that's a hate crime against me. Oh, oh, I, I don't think that's what a hate crime is. It's definitely what a hate crime is. When I don't get my way, that's what a fucking hate crime is. Duh. Oh, is it only a hate crime because you hated it? Yes, exactly. It's a hate crime <laughs> because I hated it. Yeah. All right. Are you uh, ready for the next one? Yes, I am ready for the next question. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's is do it, it. Me? Uh, Yeah, it's, it's me. you. It's you. All right. This one reads, it's also from the, from the email inbox, isn't it? It is from DearJazzyPodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> All right. We're reading from DearJazzyPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And it starts out, Dear Jazzy, I've been a fan of furry art for years now and finally come to the conclusion that I want a persona of my own. <laughs> However, aside from knowing what animal they'd be, uh, bunny spelled B-N-U-U-Y. Banui. Uh, Benui. Benui. I'm not sure how to go about it. 
uh, choosing colors for their fa their their hair and fur. Uh, do they have a pattern? How anthro are they? What do I name them? It all feels fairly overwhelming. I would really appreciate any advice you have on where to begin. Sincerely, Kyra. Take it away, Jazzy. Oh boy, I get to talk about furries. Let's go. Big dub. You got about 10 minutes. Oh boy, let's go. Um, yeah. I know, real hard limit there, hey? Yeah. This is a very exciting time for you in your life, and I'm so happy for you. Making your first fursona is magical. Um, the first thing you need to know is that your fursona can change and grow and adapt with you over time. It does not have to remain static. Uh, Jazzy has only gone through, I think, three design iterations th since 2008. 2008 or 2009 i can't remember and that is very very uncommon to even have like the same character f for that long with that few design iterations um the design iteration i have now i think is going to be her final iteration i'm really happy with it but uh in terms of like s species breed color Everything can even name. You can change all of that if you wanted to. You can have generations, basically. <clears throat> uh, in terms of uh, your persona specifically, it looks like you're pretty settled on Banui. Great choice. Um, mm -hmm. There's lots of things you can consider. Uh, most fuzzy animals, most mammals have like a lighter tummy or a white tummy and then their fur color everywhere else. Um mm -hmm. That's very common. That's how Jazzy is designed. Um, I see a lot of people do that as well. Uh, you do not have to. You can do literally anything you want. Uh, mm -hmm. If you Google, if you do your research, just look up like rabbits and then like study like colors, patterns, markings, that sort of thing. You can take that knowledge you gained and find like like a blank clip art rabbit or or just like a blank png just line art of a rabbit obviously don't post it because that's art theft <clears throat> but you can literally just like it doesn't have to be great it, it can be crude just like block in what colors you want where and then what you do is you create like i want this color in this area and this color in this area and it can look like shit that's fine what you do is you take that rough uh, design proof to an artist and you say, hello, artist. And the artist says, hello, consumer. And you say, I want to purchase a ref sheet, which means a reference sheet. And then they say, OK, do you have any existing art of your character? And you say, hell no, I don't. And so that's when you give them, this is my rough idea. They are a rabbit that has these colors and then you go on to describe alongside your image in a little bit greater detail and then you work with them to craft your character oh you just posted a doll divine link wow i spent so much time on doll divine in the library growing up uh yep they have a bunny creator dolldefine.com slash bunny hyphen creator.php there you go they uh, have a couple of them um I I love starting with doll makers. They're really, 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 really good. I love doll makers. Mm -hmm. um, so in terms of like um, 
uh, anthro or not anthro. Sorry, my brain shut down, but I'm back. Um, there are versions of Jazzy that are anthro childs. There are anthro adult versions. There are feral puppy. There are feral dog versions. There are so many different ways and it doesn't your fursona doesn't have to be specifically like they are only anthro child or they are only feral adult jazzy has art of all the modalities of of feral and anthro any age bracket all sorts of different stuff jazzy has done it um you can you could totally just like because they're on the rest sheet you can say like this is the child version this is the adult version here's a here's a what's what's a baby rabbit called it's not a poppy kit a, a kit thank you here's an adult and you can have all those obviously it'll be more expensive but if you want to have like very clearly defined this is my character and all these modalities you don't have to choose anthro or feral there you go in terms of naming them, that's entirely up to you. It could be your, um, it can be like your go-to screen name, like Kyra for everything. Like, like how I use Jazzy for everything online. And it's also the name of my character because my character is how I present myself to the internet. Basically, it could be like that. You could make a whole new name, anything you want. That that part is entirely up to you. Um, but yeah, in closing, I, I agree. It can be really overwhelming. But do try your best to like really get enraptured with a creative process and really just like love what you're doing, because what you're creating is an alter ego. You're creating you're breathing life into a new visage, into into a new way to present yourself to other people, a new way to like present to the internet. And like, it's really cool. It's really magical. So I wish you the best. I hope you have a lot of fun with this. Please DM me if you need any advice or anything funny, uh, talking stick. Uh, I think you've uh, covered this one pretty extensively um, and you didn't even take up all 10 minutes. Let's go. Excellent. (laughs) Oh, I'm big happy about that. Yeah. And I will say that um, like having any original character, um, it's okay to not know exactly what you want and just go with what's cool in the moment because you can always change it later. Yep. Yep. And don't be afraid to have really obnoxious neon colors. Anyone who says sparkle dogs are cringe, tell them that they are cringe because cringe is dead and ableist. Be as loud with your colors as you damn want. Sparkle dogs are fun. Did you know that once upon a time, Jazzy was considered a sparkle dog? I believe it. Yeah. Uh, We know this and we love you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Once upon a time, she was. And it's just like now she's just a run of the mill furry character. And it's like, (laughs) oh, how times have changed. Oh, how the turntables. Oh, how the turntables. We've been saying that around our house a lot lately. (laughs) It's good. It's good. This episode of Dear Jazzy is brought to you by AB Universe, the world's leading provider of ABDL and Incon products. 
If you want to support the show while restocking your padding stash, check out at oddswithgod.com sponsors or the sponsors channel in our Discord for 10% off your order of 50 or more. Uh... <laughs> The, the the excuse me those are all the questions that we have in the notes do we want to take one from the audience Fonny? for sure sure yeah so we have a channel next to no mic it's called live questions and feedback if anyone has any slappers that they want to throw in there uh for us to kind of like rapid fire answer please let us know uh oh sluggy's typing um here it comes. it's like waiting for a telegraph out- yeah, I'm calling out Personalias. Um, yeah, you better have something. Uh, yeah, purse. I, you I better, see you there. Juice or purse? Y'all fuckers better have something or Joe. Oh, that's a good one. How do you feel about the ABDL yeah. Vice documentary? That's real good. Fawny, go. Ooh, um, oh, and I summarized this pretty pretty good in, in another server with you the other day, didn't I? I'm you just did. gonna read what I what I wrote there. Where the, did I? There it is. Okay. I said, yeah, I listened to the video. It's, it's a vice documentary. Uh, it's pretty surface level It's open-ended and I feel like they're doing, um, something pretty simple here. They're just trying to answer the top five Google questions yep. with the way that they framed the video. Also, Casey is great. Casey is great as Those expected. He walks in like a super villain, like my name is Casey Strom and welcome camera pans out to big diaper and just like yeah that's how you fucking do it you champion uh i heard rumors that one of the people and these are i do not have confirmation i've never seen this person before so i'm not going to name names before i have data this is a legend this is a legend uh one of the people in there is stinky and not a good human so i did not know Mm -hmm. that until someone told me i was like but if I didn't know, clearly Vice is not going to have known. Uh, mm-hmm. One part, there mm-hmm. is one part where they ask Casey, what do you do in the diapers? And it's like, what the fuck do you think? You just wanted him to say that for the uh, camera. I, that's another one of the top five Google questions. So yep. I understand why they asked it. Do you shit in the diaper? Yes. It's literally cleaner <laughs> than a public restroom. It's literally uh-huh. more sanitary. It's not that bad. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I bet I bet those uh, people making the documentary don't wash their ass as often as the people that they were filming. Yep. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give it a C because they did do their best to fairly portray ABDL while still being like, you know, oh, ho, ho, you know, look at this. They definitely had that, but they definitely went into this. It seemed a lot more fair on the surface it definitely was a better take than like tlc i was about to mention yep yeah my strange addiction much better Uh, and csi Uh, juice asks uh what's something you wish you could do a capcon next time that you couldn't do this time uh or regret doing before i hope that next capcon i can hang out with fawny abtl and that's the truth animated next time no in felt, person yeah in i person. felt a little stiff you <laughs> i've got <kind> of stiff <laughs> oh my god but yes 2023 is gonna be the year baby let's I'll be do there. it uh most cringe dress direct message we've ever received funny go Ooh, um 
there's there's definitely been a selection, but there's one that I just keep coming back to every now and then, um, where just someone called me hot goth Wonder Woman. That's that's pretty flattering. Like that's a cool hot goth Wonder Woman. If a random um, DMer told me that, I'd be like, fuck yeah, thank you. And then magic cyber goth princess or duchess, yeah. That Again, that's magic, so good. Princess. Duchess, that's right. That's so good. <laughs> Uh, I was, was, yeah, I was like, I have never spoken to you before and uh, I don't know how you found me and I, you have, you have no followers. Um, hmm. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, the worst one I've ever received, not the most cringe because I don't believe in cringe. The worst one I've ever received, uh, came from a guy called, I, I literally think his like Twitter handle was heroin junkie 96. Ooh. Yeah, real Ooh, 96. 96. Ooh. Younger good than year me. for the heroin junkies, good, I guess. Good year for heroin junkies. <laughs> uh literally because at the time I had um my my Twitter was like it's the usual thing like crown heart dear jazzy or jazzy starshine and then I had three of the syringe emojis to because at the time that's just like i had three vaccinations and that's what people were doing on the twitter sphere they would put like either two syringes or three syringes to be like i've been vaxxed and boosted like that sort of thing like Mm -hmm. it was to spread awareness to like hey everyone go get vaxxed so i did that Yeah, i think it's cool you should too yeah uh messages me straight up what are those needles filled with what i say again what? i think that was that was a little little distorted a little he, crunchy he said with his whole chest what are those needles filled with and that is one dear jazzy question i don't want to answer because you know it's filled with vaccines you chud <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man uh jazzy Yes. You were there. What would you recommend to a newcomer to Capcom? Oh, that's a fantastic question. Vonnie ABDL and Lopet Sluggy with 100% E. Um, A newcomer at Cap. I would recommend um, taking it slow your first day to really absorb and get the lay of the land. And then the next day or when you go to sleep, kind of like think out like what you want to do because you cannot do it all. Try as you may, you cannot and will not do it all. So pick mm-hmm. some things that you really want to do. I chose to spend my time with Joe and Luna, and that was the best decision ever because I had a great time. And uh, the three of us, we spent a lot of time with my cousins in the Starling family who were wonderful as expected, as always. Uh, we spent a lot of time in the playground room. Um, just because we were like running around and being active and it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, first time con to Capcom, assuming you're going next year, uh, definitely wear a mask. The only person I know who didn't get COVID literally wore a respirator. And I have the immune system of a baby quail. So I'm definitely, go- <laughs> I'm definitely going masked if not in a respirator. So yeah. Um, but actual advice beyond that uh ask yourself what is something i really enjoy doing in little space do i like playing super nintendo do i like being like the most brain dead baby possible do i like being in like an indoor recess type nursery with lots of like 
blocks and a sit and spin? Do I like running around our playground and like being a rough and tumble baby like Chloe? Uh, and then do that. Uh, also find a group of people that you really just like you really vibe with and like have a great freaking time and eat the pizza. Eat the pizza. Yep. Get a deep dish Ooh. pizza. Firmly grasping the talking stick. I'm just going to yoink it right from you. Please and please and thank you. Sure. Um, newcomers to Capcom, go to the Dear Jazzy panel. Um, you flatter yeah. me. You yeah. absolutely flatter me in the middle of me drinking water. Wow. Go to the, you should go to the usual vet panel. I'm just doing panel. my job. <laughs> yes, I'll send that. And, and oftentimes the usual vet and Dear Jazzy are Crossover. in the same places together. We yeah, often, what is this, a crossover episode? A crossover episode? Me and the usual vet crew. <laughs> the Starshine family, the Starling family, our lives are a crossover episode. Um, yeah. All right, let's do, um, let's do another also, one. And also, for newcomer um, convention, but especially Capcom, where you can get carried away pretty quickly by everything available to you in this in this space where you get to live. Oh. Snacks, drink water. Where's Lexi to tell us to drink water when we eat her? Yeah, uh, drink water, eat snacks, and get enough sleep. And shower. Fuck yes. me. Shower. Okay. Um, if you're asking me to fuck you, then... Um... No problem. <laughs> oh, oh my. Funny. Yeah, I don't know why people say that I'm not forward. <laughs> that's, wow, that's, that's a subtweet. That has been a that has been a point of contention for my the, the last three months in my life is one person being like, Oh, you're not very forward, are you? And I'm like The fuck you're not. Have we have we met? I guess we haven't met. But yeah, I stopped sleeping with him today, so his loss. His loss. Uh, yeah. One question I Getting really together want. together with his friend and everyone is consenting. So let's go. One question mm -hmm. I really want to answer is, you know, what would be awesome if an ABL music scene emerged? There is one. Yeah. If you look Ooh. up hyper pop, the genre hyper pop, that's basically entirely baby furs. Uh, if you look oh. up, yeah. If you look up Dax back, uh, he is like the premier artist of that genre and frequently collabs with other baby furs doing music. So that there's your angle. Boom. Um, Ooh, I want to, I want to answer Purse's question about the best insult to use against a, a kinkster. Yes. Yeah. This is more vanilla than a McFlur than a McDonald's cone. <laughs> oh man. Ouch. <laughs> uh, Purse asks, what is the best non-sexual activity to do drunk and or stoned? That's a great question. Um, I want to say like simple board games. Yeah, definitely. Just, just being around other people who are also um, drunk and or stoned playing stupid board games. What did we play the other day? That was just fucking ridiculous. Uh, shoot. I was, I was blitzed by that point. Why can't I remember? Nine five three or something like that. It was a stupid card game, but anyways, it was so much funnier. Like it's a really simple card game, but it was so much funnier because we were all pretty drunk. So, mm -hmm. I agree. Um, I think playing Magic the Gathering high would be fantastic. Uh, drunk, maybe not so much. Uh, 
I I just really enjoyed talking to Joe and Luna when I was in an altered state of mind. We just talked for mm-hmm. hours. For what felt like hours. It was really only an hour, but it felt like we were there all night. And then when I went to sleep, I dreamt that I was at Capcom and and then I effectively got a bonus six hours on top of my ticket, and that was great. Um <laughs> Yeah, simple board games uh, and just being around people. Uh, Yes. I'm a very social, uh, I'm a very gregarious uh, drinker. I don't like drinking Mm -hmm. alone because it's it's like a, it's just like a fun social activity to do with people. Uh, And I feel, yeah, I feel the same way about marijuana, uh, which is why I have no plans on like bringing it into my house because it's just like, it's no fun going to the movies alone. It's no fun getting drunk or stoned alone. Yeah. Uh, Baby Summer Girl asks, do you think writing scene scripts would be an all right idea? I think that sounds like extremely clear communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of how I like to start, like, thinking about what I'd like to do with someone is kind of, like, set up a little bit of a script to be like, okay, here's what I'm kind of preparing to do. You get to strike anything off the record if you'd, if you'd like it to, if you don't want that. Yeah, that's called negotiation, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm scrolling. Yeah, like a rough draft. Yeah. Yes, I ex- agree. Exactly. I am scrolling through the chat. Um, I'm not seeing any additional questions, but at this point we've been recording for an hour and 30 minutes. Uh, if anyone has any last minute questions that they want to slip in there before we start wrapping stuff up, now is the time. Mm-hmm. We've been making fantastic timing. I'm so proud of us. I am. I'm really proud of us. I'm feeling really energized. My life is finally in a place where it's just like, my life is finally starting to calm down. I have this tour coming up and then I have a couple other things towards the end of the year, but like I've, it's been a fucking year and the show has really suffered because of it. So it, it's really nice to just kind of like really knock an episode out of the park. This has been great. Mm-hmm. Can you spell well, out? It looks like there's a couple of, yeah, that's a question for you, Jazzy. I see you pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I thought that part was off the camera. <laughs> uh, the bounty hunter asks, "How to start an ABDL podcast?" Uh, I would love uh, being. I, I would love to just like write a damn book on like how to write a fucking podcast or like how to make a podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give you the super brief synopsis of starting a podcast. Find a co-host create a concept find a name that isn't taken acquire decent audio gear learn how to use um audacity to a fair degree of mm-hmm. um efficiency or use GarageBand if you have a mac if you don't have a mac use reaper which is a free DAW with an optional upgrade that's only 80 bucks. That's a lot better than paying literally thousands of dollars for Pro Tools, like I did in college. Um, and that's also why I use Pro Tools. Um, after that, record your episode. Well, first of all, plan your episodes, then record your episodes, 
edit the episodes. Make sure you have a theme song and a closing song. Uh, put it up on a service like Podbean or Anchor that will send it to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Most podcasts do their most numbers on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and everywhere else is just like no one gives a shit. That's where your numbers are. Uh, and then start okay. promoting it by sending it out to your followers and your friends. Word of mouth will take it. The algorithm will pick it up and away you go. That's how to podcast. I learned. Yeah. I oh, just, I just show up and say things. You, <laughs> you carry the show, honestly. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, a question. We're, uh, we're all in this together. We really are. A DAW, mm-hmm. uh, that is an acronym, D-A-W. That stands for Digital Audio Workstation. Sorry, I have That's to... That's for Diapered Awoo. Uh, diapered Awoo. Uh, have a backlog of ideas, says Fluffy Nate. That is so so true you're welcome for the crash course uh princess jill asks can i try being a co-host um usually i am extremely selective with who i ask to come on the show it's not just like a hey come on it'll be fun it's like when i bring people on the show it's usually for a very specific purpose so i'm going to throw a very solid maybe at that uh thank you for asking yeah it is usually yeah it's usually people that you've known for a long time that Mm have knowledge on a specific subject absolutely yeah yeah you could workshop that see if it yeah see if anything comes up but yeah yeah sure um (laughs) the bounty hunter says i asked sophie the same question y'all pretty similar that's because the usual bet really has their heads on straight they have a fucking fantastic show and they are extremely efficient at doing it they update (laughs) weekly (laughs) i'm done (laughs) <laughs> I remember when we did that. <laughs> yep. Someday. Oh. oh. Someday. And then I, I quit fucking around. Was one day when I quit getting major surgeries. LOL. Efficiency is true. key, says Nate. That is big true. Find a workflow that you can really optimize. And once you have optimized it, use the workflow. Consistency also says Fluffy Nate. That is big true consistency is big key um and that's also why i am so that's why i'm such a diehard with pro tools um which is made by a company called avid is because i've been using it for literally almost a decade i used it all through college i used it to record multiple albums for bands i did my own band stuff in it i've done podcasts in it it is i it is like an extension of my body at this point. So once you get really, really lickety split with a program there you go and it will like work itself. It'll edit itself. It's fantastic. Um, I am, I am seeing no more questions. I think that is it. We've been recording for an hour and 35 minutes. Is there any last minute housekeeping? Um, I, I think that's about it. My life is picking up from where it was. I mean, the summer has been pretty good, honestly. I got a new tattoo. I had a, a cool partner for a while. Now we've gone back to being just friends, uh, mostly staying friends, because A, he's cool. And now B, he has a model rocket that I want to help him build. 
Nice, nice. It's a paper craft. Oh, cute. Yeah, I'm very excited to get into that. We are being asked for tattoo then, reveals. Oh, yeah, no, it's the one that you've seen, like, this entire time. It's a little star on yeah. my collarbone. You have a star. <laughs> I have a frog. <laughs> I have a little hell frog. Yeah. Yeah. But hell yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that, uh, the partner was a partner up until today, and I've, um, uh, been talking to another good friend who is also his good friend but everyone in the situation is consenting and that's the most important part indeed where it's just kind of like are you aware of my intentions are you aware of my intentions is everyone okay with this you're sure you're okay okay great it's like that one tiktok what are your intentions with my son and it's like the wiggly wavy filter and they just turn to the side and it looks like they're Yep. Oh my yep. god. We need to end we need yeah. to end the episode. We need to end the episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. I just think yeah. My situation is wild. This has been Dear Jazzy. I have been your host, Jasmine Starshine. This has been an at oddswithgod.com production. Please visit us online at, at oddswithgod.com where you can visit my links, Fonny's links, and everything related to this show and more. How can people give Fonny money? And I've been your co-host, Fanny Avidiel, and you can give me your uh, couch cushion change at uh, patreon.com slash Fanny Avidiel, or uh, at, where else am I? Oh, right. We're also on Etsy at uh, Assorted Crinkles on Etsy. Got a couple of pins and lanyards uh, by myself and Juicebox Art. And you can just find me in general on Twitter. You can go through all the, the art that I've posted over the years on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All those links are at addonswithgot.com. Yes, they are. Uh, mm -hmm. All of my links, because I have been Jasmine Starshine, are also on there. Uh, that's where you can find the Patreon to support the show, which is patreon.com slash Jasmine Starshine. Recently, we just tipped over 200 bucks a month, which is fantastic. Like, thank you so much. Uh, mm -hmm. Literally anything that you can throw in there helps the directly helps the production of the show and living expenses and just doing the thing more retail therapy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, it is, it really, really helps the episodes come out faster and better quality and all the good stuff. So thank you to everyone. Uh, also, we have a merch store where you can, uh, if you buy merch on there, the money goes part of it goes back to the original artist that created the stuff, which is fantastic. That's also on adultswithgod.com. Uh, I think the last thing we want to say is thank you to ABU for being an awesome partner to the show. Thank you to The Usual Bet for being an amazing sister show. Uh, I think that's it. I've been Jasmine Starshine. I've been funny ABDL. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Yep. It's just everything piled up <laughs> over there. I, I accidentally hit the fucking metal pipe falling. <laughs> so, <laughs> I accidentally hit plan and scared the fuck out of me. So, boom, Craig! <laughs> <laughs> it didn't come.
came through on my end, so uh, that's what I have ma- no fucking clue what's going on. It's going to come off in the recording, and that's what matters. 